Hello, Slayer of Harm. You are listening to the Harm Slayer podcast, and this is, in fact, the second part of a two-part episode. So, if you haven't heard the first part, go ahead and listen to the previous episode. And if you've already heard it, then on with the show. So, high school. Things change. A lot of our friends who were homeschooled through through elementary with us uh, went to public school for high school. Mm-hmm. We did not. A lot of other people that we're friends with now did not. This is where extracurriculars became a thing. And you weren't hanging out with the neighborhood kids anymore as much. Uh, yeah. Because you had much higher standards now to meet as a high schooler. You know, actual research papers and like actual... You know, like high school algebra and like uh, just harder subjects. <laughs> like, yes. You know, like high schoolers are smart. <laughs> like they have a lot to do. Every I feel like it, their to do list goes up every year. <laughs> yeah. I feel like the generation after us of high schoolers probably have to learn even more about like media literacy and stuff than we did. That's but true. Like, but we, being homeschooled high schoolers, actually have had access to. A community, and I think we've talked about this on on here before. The Learning Center? Yeah. But I was going to say like the SCCHE. Oh, so yeah. Like there are basically what's like we were all homeschooled, but we were part of a, you know, like 300 of us Uh plus were part of a essentially like a private school. Yeah. That would meet on certain days a week for a choir. Uh, and You and I took biology together, chemistry together. We did high school writing. We the creative did, writing. We would go to these events and like, you know, we're getting older at this time. Like right. You had your license. I didn't get my license until I was 18, but you had yours when you were 16. And you would like pick me up from my parents' house and mm-hmm. we would drive to class on our own time. Make sure we're there. Do of our classes, you know, whatever. Right. Come drive back home and it'll be like, OK, we have a little bit of free time, but we have homework to do. And, you know, knowing you and I, we usually would cram the night before. But <laughs> This was basically college. This was college living in our parents' houses. Uh-huh. I almost took everything. Like I took, like we just said, I took, you know, my math credit. I took my history credit. I took my science credit. Mm-hmm. All those were taken at the learning center and like the, and, and writing or English. The mm-hmm. only thing I would take at home was like literature and like, you know, history with you. Like you and I would get together at your parents' house because your mom being the strict mother that she was, we usually keep us on task. Cause at that point my mom was busy with my younger brothers. So she would just kick me over to your house and you and I would meet twice a week or something and read about like Alexander the Great or we would learn about, you know, like dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah. You know, we did We did a joint uh, research paper on Alexander the Great. Yeah. And in our right. treat to ourselves, we went out to Blockbuster and we rented Alexander. What? Oh, my gosh. The, the, yeah, we did. The Oliver Stone film. And we hated it. <laughs> We hated I forgot it. about that. We because we finally right. turned in the paper and everything, and it and was your like, mom was like, "You can't watch the movie until you do the work." Right. And my mom was like, "Sounds good." Yeah, and they both <laughs> like agree. agreed. They, <laughs> they had this accord, and then we finally yeah. watched the movie. And you remember what we did? We ended up skipping scene to scene through the movie, and we'd get bored or flustered with it because it was inaccurate, and be like, <laughs> "Just go to the next oh, one." Oh yeah. And we oh hated gosh. And their depiction of Alexander was all wrong. They got and we, would, we had like the wrong. book in front of us. And we yeah, were like, that's not right. Yeah, we were super into history. Still, I am. But like, that was what, like, sixth, seventh, eighth grade. About there, like probably ninth grade, maybe. Yeah, is that high high school? No, no. Maybe it was eighth, eighth grade. grade. I think you're right. It was eighth grade. 
Yeah, because ninth grade is like freshman year, right? See, this is yeah. part of being homeschooled where you're not good with grades. Yeah. I'm just going to be honest. Like, if you're a public schooled kid or a private schooled kid, I've noticed that it was like the fourth graders do this. The fifth graders do this. Oh, those are the sixth graders over there. Oh, they yeah. whatever. That is a foreign language to us. <laughs> Pretty much. We didn't really operate with those. Yeah, that, that, is not, that is not how it worked. It was you're in high school or you're not. It was like college. But like. There were freaking <laughs> seven, eight-year-olds doing high school-level stuff oh, yeah. all around us. Every kid was measured against their individual ability to learn. Like, they're, yes. they were so – it was incredible. Right. Like, you and I the even, tutoring. we took college courses. We did. Do in our junior and senior years of high school. Where we and, do this soft, thing called, and, and sophomore. Oh, well, yeah. Maybe I don't was think that I just did, me? I don't, did, I don't think I did sophomore. But we were dual-enrolled, meaning – we commuted together to Lindenwood mm-hmm. or to where I think I did one at SCA, but I, I don't think I did there. one at MOBAP. Yeah. That's where like, we schismed. Yeah. <laughs> we would drive to these colleges, sit down in a classroom with other college students, freshmen to senior, doesn't matter, uh-huh. and take a course and get college credit, which is, I think, becoming more of a thing that other people do, including public schoolers. So by the time... I graduate high school as a homeschooler and go into college. I have a transcript that says, oh, you're already done with comp one. You're already done with mm-hmm. this history course and you're already done with this English or, you know, whatever. And it was like though, that many more classes I didn't have to take as a college student. Uh, by the time we got to the learning center, like I was taking this, I was taking like high school geometry and high school chemistry. We were taking those with like seventh graders. There'd be some young kids in there. Remember? And be like, what the heck is this person? What is he doing? Yeah. Here? Be like, oh, he's just really smart. Yeah. It was like, <laughs> like oh, he's so-and-so's brother who was also in this class. It right. was so weird. Yeah. The gut reaction was to ostracize the youngest. But yeah. <laughs> but then we usually ended up just like kind of being like, oh, yeah, like, I forgot. You're like four years yeah. younger than me. We'd blob him in and be like, hey, you're yeah, our friend. Okay, I got it. Weird. <laughs> Teach like, us to write. Know, it, was not, it was not odd to see the older and no. younger siblings from families in these classes walking around. And it would be at like a church. Mm-hmm. The upper floor of a church would just be outfitted with there's all these like rooms that are for Sunday school were then outfitted into classrooms. Yep. Like, I mean, we did full on dissection. We in did these rooms. That's right. For biology. We did, would do, you know, chemistry experiments, although our chemistry class was one of the worst things. Less than desirable. One of the worst things ever. And then we ended up getting. <laughs> <laughs> so our our high school chemistry was actually college chemistry. Because our high school chemistry teacher was a college professor, and she believed strongly in using a different book than the rest of us were using. So Uh. (laughs) our assignments usually didn't match up with hers. And then when we uh, graduated on up to college, we got a a college-level biology course taught by her best friend. (laughs) Oh, you're really waking up some poor memories here. And, uh... Thanks. Yeah, we're not going to mention names Thanks. here, but that was hard times, rough. But the point is, we did extracurriculars. We did prom that was called spring formal, and now they have a fall formal and a fall. There's a fall formal. We now, never, which had I guess it. is like homecoming. Yeah, we never. Knew. And uh, yeah, we didn't have it, but we did DJ it. <laughs> we did a few times. We DJed fall formal and spring formal for years. Oh yeah, long time. Um, Long time. That was, I mean, it was a form. It was a ask a girl out, get her a corsage. You get match. You get a matching tie and like dress mm-hmm. and everything. My wife columns. now, Julie was my my high school spring formal date. 
and we're married now. <laughs> Which year was that? My senior year. Her oh, senior year. Sophomore year. I thought you took a bunch of girls your senior year. It was a big year. deal. I <laughs> oh, wait. that's I almost did. I had this master plan as a uh... senior that was all in good fun to take six different girls to uh, the dance. And I told you about it. You're like, that's brilliant. Do it. I thought it was a great idea. And all the girls loved it, too. <laughs> I met with all of them. I met with like three of them at a time, then like two of them at a time. And I told I told them, all of them, I was like, if any guy asks you out to go to this dance, say yes. <laughs> because they're asking you because they are maybe romantically interested or they, they really want to date. I, and I was lying when I said this, I said, I don't care if I have a date or not. But I think it would be funny to pull up in like a van and have all of you ladies come out of the car with me and I'll get you all corsages <laughs> and we'll have like a group dance. But then once oh the dances gosh. get going, like the slow dances happen, dance with whoever you want. And I don't want to like I do not want to be a hindrance on like your night. I just think it would be funny. What do you think? They all love the idea. It was like, this would be so funny. Yes, let's do it. All of their moms. Oh. This is how homeschooling works. All their moms had a different idea as, as to what that would look like. And I don't know what they thought it was. Dude, they called you straight like, up. Called you a pimp. Like, what are you trying to be a pimp? And I'm yeah. like, yes. <laughs> um, uh, you know, Jordan. Really, I did have an ulterior motive. And that was to take Julie to the spring formal. And I ended you up taking hid that, her that from year. Me. I did. <laughs> well, I mean, I was just most excited to yeah. take her. Well, we were also different people in a different time, you know. Like, yeah, I just, mean, it wasn't like I had no. Just like, let it be known, I had no other plans, and I still think it's a good idea. And so does Julie and a couple of the other gals that I've well, talked to. Well, take the then. multiple girls. Yeah, they're like that. No, that's so much fine. fun, and everybody was like up in arms at it for no reason. But. What ended up happening was, you know, I didn't even know that it was a problem until you're like, I've been dealing with this thing for a week. Yeah, I, I was like, the heck? Dealing with you just have to come to me and be like, my mom's being ridiculous. Or like, my mom talked to so-and-so's mom. And then my mom, my mother was like, why? She was like, that is so stupid. Why does anybody care? She was like, Jordan, do you know Jordan? What is he going to do? Anything like, for drama, man. Like, oh my gosh. So, so dramatic. Uh, and I don't think it would. I think it would have been fine. I would have made it comfortable for all of them, and it would have been a joke, done, over with. Now, go about the night. I don't have an official date. That's fine. I don't care. It's my senior year. I had senioritis anyway. Right. And it was a great spring formal. That was a fun dance. And it was just like it wasn't as great as the next one that we DJed though. Yeah, hey. we like came in hot with. Um, <laughs> Pent up. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, hey, we're in college wanted. now, and the DJs have sucked up until now. Here's a bunch of songs that everybody likes. Yeah, and anyway, community. it's it fizzled out. And then one fateful day, I was working at Brunswick Zone XL. Oh gosh, man! And uh, Mary and Julie came in, and I very just suavely over the counter was like, "Well, so since everyone's moms are getting all uptight, I did not shy away from the fact that I was like, since you all moms are being dumb." <laughs> you know, which was really my just arrogant high school self speaking. I was like, "Got to uh, You want to just just go with me or whatever? You know, just me and you." <laughs> and uh, you know, they like giggled and looked at each other, and they're like, "I'll think about it." And I was like, "That's a yes." And they walked away and went and bowled. You know, this is a bowling alley that I worked at, like a, like a bowling alley laser tag kind of. You know, it was a really 
happening place to yeah, be. It didn't it smell like be. smoke. Yeah, it is smoke free, which is nice. Um, they went and bowled their game or whatever, and I gave them like extra, you know, Stuff. some extra rounds, and because I was in control of all that, working up at the counter. And then they came back, and it was like blah blah blah. We had fun. Here's our shoes back, whatever. And they started to walk away, and then in like a passing, like cool over the shoulder, I'm like, oh, by the way, yes, I'll go with you. And I was like, ooh, you think you're cool, huh? Also awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Glad you said yes. And, and thank you. And thank you. And then we were in touch and we we you know we met up at the mall one time and like you know shopped around for a tie that would match the dress and like oh, good Julie times. brought her jet her dress along but she had it all like zipped up in this like thing that I couldn't see cuz she wanted it to be a surprise. Really? So we just unzipped a little window of it so I could see the color. And I was like, "All right, I got the color. Take a picture. I still have the picture in my Google Photos." Of the little tiny color swash that I could see of her dress through the like the like zipped up pink thing that hides oh it. Oh my gosh. So we walked around the mall together, really just talking about whatever, just flirting and stuff. Ugh. Um high school. And uh looking for ties, like holding up the picture with the tie, like this might match, this might match. And uh, no, shirts. We ended up getting my green shirt that matched her dress, and I got the tie later. Uh-huh. And that was one of the best days of my life <laughs> walking around the mall with julie sarah was there too but she got like she shanghaied herself there was like this book sale going on at the mall you know they would like set up like stuff on the oh, floor yeah. ground like these kiosks there's like a really big one with used books and oh. sarah being very literate was like i'm gonna hang out here and also she knew that i wanted to be alone with julie anyway she was uh, along for like safety you remember that gosh gotta bring bring your brother along for safety or whatever yeah yeah <sighs> Yeah. Um, so, because you can't be trusted, Jordan, seeing as that you are, in fact, a proven pimp, you cannot be alone. <laughs> a proven attempted yeah. pimp. <laughs> so we were alone basically the whole time. We just walked right. around, talked, whatever. And it was also like kind of like, ooh, senior taking a sophomore. I started to react all indignantly <laughs> whenever you said well, that you she were in a different situation. When she said you said she didn't show you like. The whole dress, just a piece of it. Uh-huh. I was like, that's so stupid. And I just realized, wait a minute. I think we did that. You and your date at yeah, the time? Yeah, me and Did Kelly you take and Kelly that just, year? Yeah. yeah. She just showed that. We didn't, she didn't like show me a piece or whatever. She just knew. Kelly, your past girlfriend. Yeah, not your ex-girlfriend. Wife. Yes. Yeah. And she didn't show me any piece of it. She just went shopping with me. I think it was like we went mm-hmm. shopping with my mom. It was this kind of date, and it was it was not really a date. It was just shopping for clothes mm-hmm. for me, and she would just look. And I think she had a picture on her phone, and she would look at like ties or shirts and be like, uh-huh. "I think this color works." But you didn't see the picture, no. Oh uh, yeah, and see, it, that was fun. That was cool. It built up anticipation. Yeah, absolutely. I was so amped for every spring formal. I was so excited. Such a fun time. I would put together my entire outfit, the entire thing, suit and all, mm-hmm. and I would hang it up all beautiful. You know how I kind of. Prep. Well, we would do this together. We didn't do it the, our senior year. Right. We were, not to sound weird, <laughs> we were kind of like separated. We were going through yeah, some stuff we were senior in our, year. It was a tough It was a tough time. That was a hot spot for our It was a tough time. Friendship. Like, you were in your relationship, and I was not in a relationship, and I was like dealing with the mom squad, you know? Yeah. We call the mom squad all the very conservative homeschool mothers. Sorry, mom squad, if you're listening, but. That's what we called you. Um, <laughs> now you know. We were, t- we were calling it Mouse Squad. We talked like this the whole time. 
Yeah. Oh man, sorry, I gotta put uh, up with the mom squad. You see that mom squad? Um, oh so the mom God. squad was, <laughs> you know, I was putting up with them and like I was like suddenly this like bad kid, bad boy Jordan, and it was just like <sighs> court. You know, you got a court and you gotta like do like home. This isn't probably true for every homeschooling group, but it was like dating and Courting. like who you're with and what you're doing with the other sex is very different. It's a different it's world. Homeschooling, yeah. It's the world of courting, it's, man. It is old fashioned courting. You date the family, you da- you know whatever. There's Which ups has and downs its... to it, but it, it is definitely a severe, in my opinion, it's a severe lack of opportunity for kids to learn anything. <laughs> well, it also you gotta of... fall down, you gotta get your heart broken. Right, and you kind of, I'm not stupid. You have to put some limits on kids. Absolutely. But when you, when you but hyper, like, micromanage them, I, so it was stupid. similar for me. I wasn't in a relationship, but but it's just the emotions that rose within me. Yeah. Like, remember? Yeah. The senior, like, senior year, I was just jaded towards <laughs> everyone. I was like, I cannot wait to graduate because I'm being martyred for See, no I reason. I wasn't being martyred. I was just kind of like... You were just being an idiot. <laughs> I was just being stupid. <laughs> well, luckily, thank the heavens, my parents clued in that, hmm, maybe if we t- if we squeeze tighter, he'll struggle more. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they, they eventually started loosening their grip yep. and I started opening up to them and then like I started being more open with them and then I felt that at the same time I was being torn apart because the relationship, they're not going to talk about it. It wasn't going to work out. Some of the other big forest guys now and our close friends knew that. And it same yeah. kind of we kind of had the same sort of thought. We're like, you know what? We tried. We, we confronted you a couple of times. We're you like, did. He's going to do what he's going to do. And you came around. <laughs> right. It all worked out. You yeah. Know? But for the best. Absolutely. Now, could I have played ball more? Should I have played ball? I, I mean, yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was I was a little ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I'll admit I was dramatic and it was just. I don't know. It just it was marred by so much darkness that it lives in very right. faint, faint memory mm-hmm. for me for the best. Yeah, I've forgotten a lot about it, too. I remember that spring formal mostly because like Julie and I talk about it all the time because it's like Defining. our first real kind of like romantic interaction that we had kind of been like putting off for a long time. You know, I was always one of those guys that like one girl at a time. Julie was like kind of that girl from time to time, but never really on my radar until like kind of that year and like the year before. And then it was like that was our first like real connection, you know, Uh and like we kind of got together and then kind of split up again. And then it was like I didn't talk to her for years. Graduated from college. That's right. A few years ago when she kind of came back into my life and like, you know, hooray, high school sweethearts. Here we are together. But like that was like the first kind of thing so i remember i feel like i have more vivid memories of that dance than you do right i know we both have vivid memories of the following year where we dj'd we came back as that was freshmen crystal clear beautiful memories yeah and i danced with julie again that year because we had kind of a falling out i remember that and i like like planned this whole thing that you kind of helped me orchestrate with the music where i would like on cue ask her to dance and i had to apologize about this like just to not get into it, this email I sent essentially. I yeah. remember too. Sheltering was a by that point tough around spring formal time because that was, was hormones were flying. Yeah, that was 2012. Yeah, yeah. I went. I went and lived in New Mexico. I that met, oh, that was your. That's its own that podcast. Was my, that was my summer of adventure and your summer of sadness. Yes. 
which ultimately I think ended up bringing us back together as best friends again. Right. That's what (laughs) fixed us. Cause I was like, I was like, ah, my best friend's not Chris anymore. He's been so stupid (laughs) and he's my, he's my forever, my brother. But I was like, I'm super close with like Rob because we were right. You know, we're we're brother. He's my brother-in-law now. We're very close, but you know, our relationship isn't the same as it used to be. different. (laughs) Oh yeah. But you and I kind of got like got back together and was like, Hooray, yeah. the resurgence. It took two years, but... <laughs> yeah, that was the end of the dark period yeah. is over. <laughs> Good time. That was a dark season. Yeah, it was. Very dark season. <laughs> so, yeah, we had formal dances. We had swing dance. Swing dances was a oh, huge swing thing. swing dances. Ultimate Frisbee was <laughs> big. Oh, yeah. Ultimate Frisbee is still the bomb. But Oh, yeah. We still try to meet huge. regularly. Yeah. Choir was like kind of the end-all, be-all mega group because epicenter because it was like you abby and jacob would all go to choir together but you were in different choirs because there was the young singers there was the bel canto which is like the in-between age kind of elementary middle school school, and then the concert choir which was the high schoolers but why would you all arrive separately if you're and plus your mom taught at the at the learning center and she tutored so you would all show up but each choir only meets for an hour at different times. So everyone and their siblings would be there kind of out in the lobby and doing other stuff. Socializing. While gaming. one choir was rehearsing, then that choir would let out and the next choir would go in and that yep. choir would let out and the next choir would go in. But, you know, you'd be waiting for your older or younger sibling to get out of choir before you could leave. It was like a private school mm-hmm. during choir. On Tuesdays, and we had the most amazing choir director ever to walk the face of the earth. Amen. Christiana Horn, Ooh. who was like like the glue of all glues that like held three generations at a time together of families. Like I agree, you know, and like we would just play card games and mm-hmm. like hang out, play ultimate frisbee outside, just just kill time until the next choir was done. Yeah, it was like the nucleus of all yeah. of our extracurricular. I tell events. you, Christiana Horn, Mrs. Horn, <laughs> Mrs. She Horn. was a a builder of people, men and women alike. But she was a builder of men. She always like encouraged that us, and challenged us, and she was just like other than like maybe my mentor. grandmother and my mom. <clears throat> I have never looked up to a woman, and I don't mean that sex. No, like, you to mean, be sexist. You just mean like a single person. I've never looked up to. Well, well, a single person and a woman. Right, right. In such a role model sort of way. Like she didn't suffer no fools, man. She was uh-uh. so <laughs> she and we respected the daylights yep. out of her. Like, and if any, here's the thing, too. If anyone showed her disrespect, it was like the wolf pack turned on that one person. Like, yes, y'all better shape yeah. up, son. <laughs> yeah. like it was, And it was let's face it, this is coming from two of the biggest troublemakers in all of homeschoolery. Yeah. Like we, we got, we got the finger a lot and I don't mean she flipped us off. <laughs> oh my gosh. You're right. I forgot. I mean, she would point at us right down her arm and it was like all the lights in the room would like turn yeah. off the spotlight, like would just like yeah. turn on over you. Like it's me. And like, we never meant it as disrespect towards Mrs. Horn. We never even made fun of her. Ever. No, no. High schoolers never made fun of our choir director. Yeah. Let's just put that in perspective. Even in our private time, did not mock Mrs. Horn. And but we were just rambunctious and would do stupid we stuff. Were. And we're just completely ignorant of the we'd fact go, that she's like trying to teach. Yeah, we'd, have, we'd go like it's very, very fair that we would go into giggle fits 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it would be un- impossible to stop. I us. know. And she she stop. would get fed up and be like, oh, my gosh. You could tell she was like, you're disrupting everything. And that's bad. But I respect you still. I know you guys are good singers and you're competent, but you're being stupid right now. Yeah. So, like, stop. But she was also so good about, like, <laughs> so, like she would let, like, sometimes we would, like, make a comment. And she would either just, like, kind of look at us out of the side of her eye and, like, kind of smirk. Like, she'd let it slide, like, hey, she calm down. Like, hey, I saw that and I acknowledge that it was funny. And I appreciate that you guys are. This is how she was good with the guys. Yeah. The, the guys were giggling about nothing we'd be goofing off and like yeah. poking each other and you know a lot of physical humor and a lot of like you know farts butts and like we'd just be like doo, doo, doo. and she would let it happen because she could like see that we were bonding but right she had a threshold yeah. and you're right she would give us this little sideways look like hey i caught i caught that it's it's probably funny amongst you guys and i'm gonna let it slide but you see me seeing you yes and you will not get a second chance and that usually that was enough to be like like i would nudge chris or chris would nudge me or you would nudge scott you know or like scotty or parker and we'd be like we'd be like hey she saw like she's she saw you man (laughs) like she saw me therefore therefore she saw you like (laughs) abort (laughs) abort mission we're done whatever whatever joke we're doing stop you know because we were notorious for passing Notes. Like our choir folders back and forth, oh, like yeah. funny pictures, sometimes kind of offensive pictures, and like, yeah. you know, They're high schoolers, man, come on. I know, and like she would catch it, but you know, I'd be like, ooh, if she caught you twice, game over. She would stop everything, oh. and she would call you. Excuse out. me, Mr. Lair, <laughs> Mr. Harms, no, young Mr. Lair, or young oh, yes, Mr. Yes, Harms, right? Because there was an young elder. Mr. Young Mr. Harms. Well, I was just Mr. Harms. She didn't know Brad. So oh. I was Mr. Himes, you were young Mr. Lair. Young Mr. Lair, I'm watching you. Or young Mr. Lair, that's enough. Or young Mr. Lair, please pay attention. Oh. That was the one she said ah. a lot. Please pay attention. I'm you sorry. are disrupting the class. <laughs> You're disrupting for everyone else. Some sections are trying to listen. Oh yeah. I'm talking to the Sopranos right now, young yep. Mr. Lair. Or Mr. <sighs> young uh yeah, Mr. Kearns. Oh. Young Mr. Memories. Barwig. Flashbacks. Please behave. I'm talking to the Sopranos. You wouldn't want me. You wouldn't want them to be goofing off while I'm talking to your section. You, they need to know their part in the song. And like she would always put it into context, and you'd be like, "Ah, oh, you're right." And, and heaven, heaven the first thing out of our mouth. Come. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. Right. Sorry. Whoops. Sorry. Sorry. Oops. Sorry. And sometimes it was a genuine accident. Like, yeah. Remember one time, like one of us burped. Oh my god. So loud. Yes. It might have been me, or maybe Ben. Somebody belched like so loud and it was hilarious. And uh, I remember this. That was she did not like that. She did not. She was. I remember whoever it was that belched like I saw the look on his face and he was like pale. Like the burp just escaped, man. It just like (laughs) came out and he was like, oh, no, like he was not trying to be goofy. <laughs> but you can't, can't explain that to Mrs. Right. Horn right in the middle of the class. Oh, good times. Oh, jeez. Man, but she would also sometimes, sometimes, if we had something funny to add or something, mm-hmm. something had happened, yeah. sometimes she would like genuinely be like, what happened? You know, yeah. she like, yeah. like she wasn't being like, eh, what happened? She'd be like, yeah. oh, what happened? What's, what's like, funny? What'd you do? And be like, what, well, let us all I, did, I did this thing and then he and Chris said this and then we dropped this or whatever. And she'd be like, ha, you guys are ridiculous. Now be quiet. <laughs> right. Like, right. All right. Stop. 
Yeah. Or, or she knew that we were correcting someone may have sang yeah. off key and it was humorous in some way. I don't know. She was just really yeah. an incredible leader. And heaven help you if you had chewing gum. <laughs> do you have gum? You have gum? Is there gum in your mouth? Spit it out. What, is, what would she do? She'd make you get up, go you and spit it out. You had to get out and yeah. you had to put it in the trash can at the front of the room. Yeah. Yep. The shaming. She would grab the trash can at the it beginning never felt of class, unfair. pull it up to the piano, set it down. And we knew it was like, this is where your gum goes. You better, you would either swallow it or swallow your pride and take it up there and throw it away. I never swallowed my pride. I swallowed my gum a couple times. I didn't want to get up. I was like, nope. I'll admit in elementary school, choir, whatever, the very first one, I wanted to, I was pretty, I was new and I wanted to test this gum theory. (laughs) So I pretended like I was chewing. No gum. Yeah. I didn't actually want to break the rule. Wow. But I was just pretending I could chew it. And she called me out. Young Mr. Layer, do you have gum? Everyone looked at me. I was like, no. I don't have any gum. And I was like showing her mouth. And she's like, she narrowed her eyes. She knew. She knew. <laughs> she knew I was being a like, snot. I know. And then and I was like, sorry. Wow. She, can, she can see you. And then she like. We had this like silent exchange. She's like, this better not happen again. Oh my and gosh, she could read did. your mind. She could read minds. She was just like, okay. All this on top of being <laughs> incredibly going. musically talented. Oh, she could tremendously. sing all the tenor parts in falsetto. She would just belt it out in our octave. It was like, holy crap. I know we, that is amazing and high. And so also, uh, what? Because Chris and I both sang tenor, which is always surprising to people when I tell them that about myself. We have a pretty bassy voice. But tenor was so much more fun to sing. It was. And we also <laughs> needed you in the tenors. <laughs> yeah, I remember joining the tenors and being like, yes. I tell Most you. of my friends were in tenor, but also I, was, I just would be like, this is more fun. There was a very playful rivalry between the basses and the tenors. It was, yeah. it was fun. Yeah, we used to get them in trouble by... <laughs> by, them, we would, by we, we mean you. Yeah. <laughs> the bases are talking. The bases are talking right now. We would mutter un- it did work. We would Until- mutter under our breath to each other and be like, the bases are talking. Because they would mutter to each other and they'd be like, blah, blah, blah. And most of us tenors would be like, <laughs> so then Mrs. Horn would just hear a bassy, a bassy like rumble. undertone and be like, Gentlemen in the back where the bass is sat. Please quiet down. <laughs> and and they'd be like, what? Do you remember, though, the <laughs> day she caught anything. us? No. She caught us one day. Oh, she was wait. Like, yeah. She was, we did, we were doing our routine. Was she like, young man, wait. She goes, hey, bass is you, ba- wait a minute. <laughs> she noticed it was us. And she, and the bass just ratted us out, too. They're the like, it's them. like, it's them. They're, they're like, I think it was your brother. It, oh, my gosh. It was. was it Jacob? It was Jacob. And Isaac. He was like, um, no, it's. It's, it's it's I know that it's Jordan and Chris, <laughs> and, uh, and I remember I'll never forget because she was like raring up to yell at us. She was uh-huh. right about to she was about to get mad, and we, I think we both just looked so stupid. We're like so uh, so, <laughs> so helpless. I can tell she wanted to get mad, but she just had to hold back laughing. She just said, don't do that again. (laughs) That's all she said. Don't do that again. Don't. Stop it. (laughs) She recognized our Man, she was smart, man. She was brilliant. She commanded We could do an episode about Mrs. Horn. I think this turned into an episode. I pray you listen to this at some point. Please do. Mad respect. You and Ken Lee both. Oh, my gosh. That's a whole. Yeah. We could go on and on about Ken Great, Lee. great teachers. Gosh, incredible. We, so the amount awesome. of respect that you two 
commanded was incredible, especially like just you inspired us. It was it was one thing to be like, oh yeah, of course we respect a lot of people, but you inspired like us and other people in our pursuits. Like it manifested who we became. It was builder of men, I'm telling you. Anyway, this is gonna turn into yeah. I think I different episode. Yeah, I think I definitely like qualified myself as a musical person because of Mrs. Horn. Agreed. Same. You know, I, I had appreciation for music, sure. Same. But I, I can sight read because of Mrs. Horn. I know mm. my solfege because of Mrs. Horn. Ah, and solfege. And I'm married to a very musical person who is a part of a very musical family. And was in the choir. And was in the choir. And all of her siblings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I have a certain connection with musical people who, like, studied music theory because of how like relatable and important Mrs. Horn made it. And right for those listening, we had a darn good choir. All three of oh, our choirs yeah. were you would not know it was a high school choir. We had we a reputation. Had, we had a reputation amongst public schools, private, private schools alike yeah. that like oh man, the SCCHE concert choirs come to this competition like it's going to be a big one. Like you know, like anything, she retired and good for her. Um, it was it was sad. It, it was like things went down just naturally, like less attendance and it was like not as good. And I know because my younger brother Daniel was in it and like it's still in it sometimes and like, but it is on its way back up again with uh, John Vaughn. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, I about this. which is uh, my wife's uncle, is uh. The choir director now, and he is he is pumping that thing back up. Sweet. They are really good again. Much smaller groups, lower really? attendance because it's just you know. Natural. After Mrs. Horn left, she left such a, a a hole, a crater that like nobody could fill those shoes again. But he is taking it in his own direction, and he is a great director. So right. props to John. Amazing work. He's right. brought it back. Oh, I need to hear them. I keep forgetting to go they're, to the they're concerts. They're so good. Do so they still sing yeah. Lord Bless You and Keep You? At I the think end of so, but I, I end up missing it every time. Dang it. So I don't know. Shucks. <laughs> but he, he is a very classically trained and classically inclined. He always he has an orchestra almost every single time. That's awesome. Of other high schoolers. And wow. it's something you got to know about homeschoolers is <laughs> mine is Chris and I. All of us can play a couple of instruments, all of us can sing, and all of us know our classical artists far too well. <laughs> right, yeah. Very well-rounded yeah. in that respect. Um, but yeah, but John is is like, you can tell he relates to the, to the kids very well. Right. Yeah. Well, and to be fair, too. And it's like, oh, it's so refreshing. I'm glad to hear back. that. I'm glad to hear that, too, because... He's not Mrs. Horn, yeah. but I'm not saying he's better or worse. He is different. And Mr. Lee taught the choir for He took it for, for a little while. Yeah. yeah. He took it. But, and I know he had some health you know, reasons he yeah, had to step true. down. And he did a great job while he was mm-hmm. there. But immediately following Mrs. Horn, I, it wasn't that bad instructors were taking the helm. They weren't bad. It was just that we were so. Our bar had been set so yeah, high. It was. Yeah. Christiana was so exceptional mm-hmm. as an individual. 
in every way, just her, her well-roundedness was so just excellent mm-hmm. that it, it just, it was but hard. It was like, like, why yeah. would you and, ask and someone to, to fill fair, these shoes? Like you and I were both getting some major senioritis by then. And that's that true. Was kind of getting into the dark realm. We were just talking about. Yeah. That was the transition. Yeah. It was rough. It was rough and tough. Um, we had some good concerts still though, but like once all the old blood, which we were like the tail end of kind of graduated out. It, it was like there's there was not really anyone left holding it together. Right. Like you and I were section leaders at that point. We were in oh, charge yeah, of the tenors. Leaders. We were kind of holding it together, yeah. doing our best anyway. But it was just like, eh. you know what? I what? did think of something. I, f- I thought of one criticism of Mrs. Horn. Uh-oh. She is entirely too devoted to the state of Texas. Oh, there is that. You hear me? <laughs> <laughs> Make me sing Yellow Rose of Texas one more yeah. time. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> she is uh, a woman of Texas. All in good fun. Man, we would we would bust chops. She would bust chops on Missouri, and we'd fire back. They would Texas. be like, hey, 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 hey. She'd be like, well, in Texas, <laughs> I can do. You know, her accent wasn't this thick, but she, she no. was like, I can. You know, in Texas, it would be like this. Or in, in Texas, right. a choir would probably. The, all the ladies would X, or, Y, Z. Yeah. And all the ladies would be like, yeah, well, we're not there. And <laughs> Or she would say, like, a Texas gentleman or something. And we'd be like... We'd be like, yeah, whatever. What about a Midwestern gentleman? Huh? Hmm? Huh? Hmm? Huh? What's so great about dumb old Texas? <laughs> <laughs> the Lone Star thing. We never did that. I don't know. No, that was a bit excessive, but... All in good You're fun. You're right. <laughs> all in good fun. Wow. That Just is had to get funny. one more jab in there. <laughs> <laughs> Twist the knife. Man. So to bring this all back to homeschooling, I mean, this we didn't really set out on this to be a homeschooling versus public schooling discussion. We just wanted to share no. with you guys like kind of the ins and outs of what being a homeschooler mm-hmm. was like. Um, some obvious pros to it is preparation for college. The transition into college was next to nothing for us. We were sat yeah. down with the other kids in our major at Lindenwood and we were like, hey, okay, you all are going to be media kids and you're mm-hmm. going to get into film. And, you know, Chris and I had already really been into film throughout high school. And uh, like you and I, we made like movies and, you know, stop action stuff, which we've talked about before. And we're like really getting into it and even doing some professional jobs. We were. Um, but it was like, okay, let's actually go to school for this. And Lindenwood is the school for us because it's got like an actual digital cinema arts program. And it was growing. It was brand new. It was new. growing. They've got a new department. They've got new gear. Let's go in. We met, you know, sat down with all the other freshmen. And it's like, okay, hey, my name's so-and-so. I'm in charge of the cinema program and or the communication school. You're all going to break up into like the film groups, you know. And they gave us this talk. You know, yeah. at the freshman orientation where like everyone met in the basketball gym, you know, and it was like, this is not high school. You hear me, everyone? Oh, yeah. This other like five times. This is not high school. You don't have a schedule and a class bell. Remember, that was what they said. You don't have a schedule and a class bell. Now you are adults. Now you are responsible for waking up and making it to class on time and doing your homework and putting in the hard work. And that's what will give you your return, which, of course, is correct. But for you and I, I remember we looked at each other and we're like, so like the past eight years of my life. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, uh, we're like, so oh, nothing's different. <laughs> nothing's different. And it wasn't. 
No. I remember the. I remember my first morning waking up in college as a freshman, and being like, "Well, <sighs> I got to get to class," and I just went to class. Like I was like, "Well, I got to." Yeah, that's how I've been waking up for all of at least seventh and eighth grade. Right. No change other than I my parents weren't like like banging on the door like come and get breakfast. Right. This was we talked about this at (laughs) breakfast one time. We're like, this is so similar. It's so similar. Only difference is I'm not driving my car to class and I don't live with my parents Mm -hmm. and meals are provided by the school. Yeah. So like, yeah, it was. Homeschooling, if done right, if let's let's put on our arrogant jackets, yeah. uh, our uh, not experienced but personal opinion jackets. This is a judge-free zone, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. Our jackets are ready. My opinion. My opinion. This is not objective truth. This is, this is very subjective to our experience level. Got that out of the water, okay? Is that a saying? I don't know. Lower your guns. <laughs> Got Lower that your out weapons. of the water. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I think. <laughs> what does that mean? I, I have no idea. Just what was like I going a, for? With it? A disgusting All cards fish. on the table. Yeah, cut that out of the out of the way. Ah. Whatever. Um, oh, whatever. Out of the. Water. I think children being brought up in <laughs> homeschooling, if done properly and allowed to interact with other kids in and out of homeschooling, like through Boy Scouts, which we barely even touched on, but. We can talk about that in a different podcast. Oh, yeah. Um, and we will. Choir. Learning center classes. You know, and being able to, like, go over to each other's house and, like, have this interaction and not be so sheltered that they only see their parents and their siblings and their four walls and school is all they know. And their church. And they're allowed to watch. Yeah. And they're allowed to watch cartoons and movies. <laughs> just let them. Like, you know, read Harry Potter. Whatever. That's just do what you want. I think it is a great preparation for college. That's, what, that's all I'm trying to say. That's all I'm getting at is that like if you are brought up correctly, all the other homeschoolers that we know we talk to kind of agree with us on this. Like they we got to college and it was like it's not like, oh, man, this is easy. Although parts of it were easy. It was just like we uh, it wasn't too much of a schedule shift or like a no. mindset shift. It was like I get you give what you get. And that's pretty much how my high school education has been up to this point especially with dual enrollment. Like we had gotten the lay of the land at the campus Mm -hmm. and like we both took comp one and it was just like done. I agree. You know? No, I, I agree with you. Clearly. I agree. And I think it's the opposite. If you're really sheltered, (laughs) I think it's the opposite. If you're really sheltered because you come out of being homeschooled and it's like, I'm surrounded by peers now that were mostly public schooled. As we know from the statistic, most of these kids were public schooled or private schooled. And they all have a much different past experience with school than I do. That's right. <laughs> and that's hard to get. That is hard to get. That's a hump to get over for even us. All of our friends were like, man, remember in school when like you would do this and this, you know, like PE would happen and stuff that we, it was <laughs> like a foreign like, language does. This was like, whatever. Yeah, we'd be like, huh? What are you talking about? Cheerleaders and PE. What the, what? And then you're like, what? Are you not, were you not allowed to have a girlfriend? And it was like, no, well. Uh, what? Yes and no. Uh, I was homeschooled. What? You were homeschooled. Either you get the guys like you said, like, oh yeah, I could totally tell. Oh, or yeah, I, could, I could tell. Most yeah. most of the time, it was like you were. Right. I would have never thought that you were homeschooled. Right. You're so normal. Uh, 
You're so you're able to like interact and like you're charismatic and you can talk to people. I I I thought homeschools were like, you know, always had their shirt tucked in and were like super nerdy and didn't know anything. Speaking for myself, there was a slight culture shock. Slight. And it's just because of the sheer volume and like environment shift. Yeah. Because even if like you go to school, like in public school, I imagine going to college is still different because now you're in a dorm if you're not a computer. Oh, certainly. Yeah. And you're in charge of your own schedule now. Right. And you're, you're in charge. It's not like walk down the hall to so, the next classroom, next classroom, next, you know. Right. It was more like, like a second, third period. A typical college yeah. shift. It's just like, well, this is the new environment. This is mm-hmm. your next four years or whatever. But I did have one homeschooly moment when I, <laughs> yes. when I was there. I don't remember what class we were in. It was it was public speaking, and I remember oh, thinking, "Oh, good class, great class, great people, everything." But I do remember that I felt like a, a pinch of frustration at the rest, uh, like a lot of my peers. I thought they were very disrespectful. <laughs> I was like, "Wow, like of the professor? Why are they not respecting this man?" Yeah. <laughs> well, we had co- we had come from Christiana Horn. We did. I know, <laughs> and also our teachers well, i shouldn't do air quotes they were teachers they were but our yeah. like mentors mentors in like the learning center and the public classes we took were other homeschool moms that demanded a certain level of respect right especially because you would you knew them and mrs. one of watkins. her daughters is, yeah or mrs watkins like and one of her daughters is in this class with me i should probably respect her you know yeah i remember one time she's friends with my yeah, mom like, i don't even remember what the yeah. guy's name was but he came in Sat in like the second row. Mm-hmm. Dude looked like hot garbage, yeah. and he in just like speaking. Yeah, I'm not. And I think still, I remember who he still had about. his headphones on, and dude just throws his heels up on the desk yeah. or the table, whatever. Oh, yeah, like, and then he just like sits there, and the the professor noticed. He he just kind of noticed it, kind of looked at everyone else like, "You see this schmuck," and then continued. <laughs> yeah, and then he didn't he didn't call him out. But it was it was kind of cool though because everyone else noticed it and yeah he didn't have to tell us see this guy shape up buddy he's like yeah. this guy's gonna burn himself out he's right. gonna destroy yes, there himself you go. yeah he's setting his own consequences and I think he dropped the class too I <coughs> yeah he did he, he dropped he, the he class. didn't come back but, yeah that's uh, a good point you could not get away with that but it, like angered in homeschooling me. Like, I wanted to yeah, call him out yeah. like unrightfully wanted to call yeah. him out like, hey bud you know it's just yeah. stupid. That's a good that's a good pro. A con would obviously be uh you're kind of at the whim of the mom squad. Mm-hmm. It's not like how was your day because I wasn't with you. It's like I know exactly what you've been doing and not doing. <laughs> and uh that was tough, but it builds a certain camaraderie and I'm not about to like, I'm taking my arrogant jacket off now. I'm not going to <laughs> say which one's better, which one's worse. Agreed. Or worse, you know. What you got to do with your kids. I don't have kids. So, yeah, if your kid's going to walk into college and, you know, be a complete delinquent, then something went wrong. (laughs) Right. Well, the only thing I would add to that, too, is kids, just people, but especially kids are not cookie cutters. You know, absolutely not. That is something we have learned through homeschooling. You can't just say because the way my mom like you touched on this way, your mom taught like your siblings a little differently mm-hmm. than she taught you. My mom did the same. Yeah. She could tell I was A, creative, B, very difficult, could not focus. Yes. <laughs> I had dyslexia. And um, yeah. so she knew she had to like kind of tailor my education. So it was great mm-hmm. because she was able to do that. And like, 
like one of the ways that I learned as like an audio learner or something, I forget exactly what it was, but yeah. I would like, I would like, she would teach a history lesson and I would draw a picture instead of taking notes during the history lesson. And then she got mad cause she was like, can you please just pay attention? My son. <laughs> yeah. But then I would like, she would ask me questions and I could answer all the questions. Mm -hmm. And it was when I didn't draw the pictures that I couldn't focus. Interesting. And I was, it was weird. It was like kind of like narrowed my, it like yeah. quieted the noise. Yes. And I was able to focus. So she then went forward with that, you know, and she talked to other specialists too to make mm -hmm. sure that what she was doing was healthy and helpful. Right. But the same thing applies, not just within like the microcosm of my family, but some kids, public school is the right choice. And it depends on school too. Probably. And sometimes homeschooling <laughs> yeah. is the right choice. And I support both. And I think it is too nuanced and complex to apply all either way. This is definitely one of those great kind of mm -hmm. situations. Yeah. Yep. You're right. My mom found with me, like I said, that I, I would not learn from just simply getting an answer back from her. Like, you got to see. Uh huh. You could do better because I would keep me up at night. I'd be like, well, what can I do better? How can I do better? What did, what did I miss? Show me exactly what I missed and let me do it until I get it right. Because until somehow I needed to make like the physical mental connection mm -hmm. of whether that was writing it down or correcting a spelling, I needed to do it correctly before I knew it correctly. Ah, And I couldn't. Just be told, oh, that's the right way. Do that next time. It was, okay, here it is again. Now, what do you think you did wrong? Okay, next step, next step, next step until I got it the rest of the way. And then it was like, I could feel it like, like connecting my brain. Like, <laughs> oh, and I'm still like that to this day. I'll waste so much time if I need to figure out a function mm -hmm. and like a software. Be this like, is hey, true. Jordan, can you figure that out later? But it's like, I won't know how to do this until I do it like now. Like, <laughs> this to, like, is so true. This, which like was problematic and not problematic at times growing up. Like I would like, you know, be like vacuuming, doing chores or something. Mm -hmm. And like the vacuuming wouldn't be sucking quite, quite well. Instead of being like, oh, well, this isn't as good. I'll just work extra hard and deal with it later. I would like unplug it, take it apart, find the clog, fix it and all the stuff, put the bag back in and be like, okay, that's good. And it would like make my chore last way longer, but uh -huh. now it's going to work better next time. And I'll, and now I know how to fix it. Like, you know, and my mom has told me before she admires that about me, but other times she's told me like, you need to let it go right now. Just accept that you're wrong and figure it out later because we're like other people are waiting on you, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Right, Which right. tidbit about homeschooling, there was no recess. It was just chores. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Learn, 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 learn. You want to break? Do the dishes. You done with the dishes? All right. Here's lunch. Do homework while you eat your lunch. <laughs> that is that is true. Yeah. Although, my mom, <laughs> let me just add a little loop onto that right there. She, uh, she was pretty good about letting us go outside because we had like a big old swing set and everything. She let us go out there and swing yeah. for a bit. Really good memories. Like still, whenever <laughs> I smell like a cool breeze in the summer, uh -huh. it reminds me of peanut butter and jelly. Because that was and your lunch? Swinging. Or really, it's more like spring, <laughs> not summer, yeah. but spring. But I think I smell mm, peanut butter and jelly. And then weird. <laughs> think about think about swinging in the backyard. I'm like, yeah. ah, fond memories. I think my, my parents were less like, okay, here's your designated break time each day. It was like we would have like really lenient days. Uh -huh. Yeah. We'd yeah. have like a day where we did barely any school or no school at all. And it would be like, oh, I'm just kind of 
We just wouldn't mention it. Be like, if we just don't mention it, it'll go away. And the <laughs> next day it would be like, ding, ding, ding. You're getting up early. You're doing like double work because you played all day. Yesterday. Yeah. We're like, ah, <laughs> what have I done? They caught us. What you know, but they, they knew. It was like, mm-hmm. well, you need to learn. Yep. That like, yeah, you can jack around all day. Yeah. It's fine. But then your work's going to double. Like, and right. that is really true to this day with a lot of things. So many things in life. So. Well, that's true. Like my mom definitely instituted chores. Like if I needed a mental break, yeah, she'd be. She could tell that like smoke was leaking out of one of my ears, and she'd be like, "Okay, uh, <laughs> here, go look, back, look away, go vacuum, go yeah, dust." Yeah, you were definitely that kind of kid. And, and then I I'd dust that. for like 10, 15 minutes. I was the kind of kid that was like, I I wouldn't start like learning until smoke was coming out of my ears. It would be like I need to get like all oh, this <laughs> pressure and stress, and be engine. like, and they'd be like, "Oh, I get it," you know. You were the kid that was like, okay, ease you in, learn, learn, learn. Okay, back off, look at something else, take a deep breath, ease you in. Yep. You had to like right. hit the gas like this. I had to like, until it was like Here's flooring some gear, it. Like, get yeah, it, and I'd be like, oh, I get it, finally. You know, and sometimes it would take me a long time. I had definitely some mental blocks. Oh, yeah. That I don't, think, I don't think I would have worked through in public school. Probably. I know. I, think I have no lot. idea. In an alternate reality, maybe. That's why I think, like, I've, I've thought about it. Like, was homeschooling the right choice for me? And I think it was, given my, like, I had slight learning disabilities. A lot of people, a lot of people do. Mm-hmm. Most people do have yeah. something, you know? Everyone's on the spectrum. Yeah, everyone's <laughs> got something going on. Yeah. Like, some hindrance. And I think homeschooling, in my case, who I was and who I grew into be, like, as a creative and having that room to kind of stretch that creativity yeah. and learn at my own pace, but not just learn to pass a test, to learn effectively and efficiently. You know, it's just, yeah. I don't know. It yep. was, I was in, I was where I was supposed to be. It's not right for everybody, <laughs> but it was right for me. <laughs> Is this a commercial? Homeschooling was the right choice for me. Yeah. I'm sure it varies from homeschool group to homeschool group too, because we were oh, a part yeah, of the same point. group. Just because it's where we live. Right. You know, so like some people. Yeah. They're like in their on their own in the mountains. Mm. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, this is homeschooling has been around for a long time. It's it kind of started coming back. Uh, but like really here in America, it was like 60s and 70s. There used to be a lot more red tape, but it's easier now. That is our take on homeschooling from two functioning adults now for the most part. That we're homeschooled and I don't know. I hope that if you're listening to this and you, you're either if you're a parent or if you're just a public schooler wondering more about it or if you're a fellow homeschooler wanting to like see someone else's take on it and how their experience mm-hmm. went. We hope that you either learned something or at least enjoyed like, hey, this is yeah. what it's like from the inside because, yeah. you know, that that's our take on it. Take it or leave it. It's our our bottom line is that it's very subjective. Yes, of course. But there are obvious benefits and right obvious cons for us of what we experienced. And I'm sure we're not the only ones. And when I say I'm sure, I mean we've talked to a lot of people about this. Yeah, we know for a fact we're not the only ones who absolutely experience these cons and these pros. If you are curious about homeschooling and you're a public schooler, let us know yeah. what your experiences with other homeschoolers because i really want to hear like can you tell that they're homeschooled yeah or can you not to those of you who have encountered homeschoolers and you're a public schooler tell us what is a dead giveaway what is something that you're just like oh yeah there, there's one that's a homeschooler <laughs> yes also if you're a homeschooler uh 
either part of our group or uh-huh. we're a part of a different group, especially if you're from out of state, that would be amazing to hear yes. to hear how your experience went and and how college went for you or even if you went to college. You know, we could even do like a follow up episode at some point where we will read some of these comments and these insights because we would love to kind of expand the knowledge to anyone who's listening. Just add your perspective to the yeah. group. It doesn't have to just be us. That's a good idea. So at the beginning of some other episode, and, and if we get some feedback, it'd be great to be like, hey, remember our homeschool conversation before? Here's some comments we got back and some stories we got back that either completely match up with what we said or completely negate everything we yeah. said. Because <laughs> like we said, it's very subjective. So thanks for listening. Right. Thank you very much. And give you peace. And give you peace.